lock and load. This is Steve Dace. The Steve Dace Show. And greetings. Happy Tuesday. Back here again after a long weekend on Blaze TV radio and podcast. Steve Dace here. Want to thank everybody. Uh, that uh, hosted uh, me and the wife over the weekend at Calvary Chapel down there in Chattanooga, Tennessee. We had a fantastic weekend, uh, multiple church services, a special event on Sunday night. Uh, they told me they estimated over 5,000 people came out over the course of that weekend. So uh, just uh, a tremendous response and prescient. Uh, a lot of the things that were discussed, a lot of the questions that were asked are things that... Um, we were ominously warning about over the weekend and we are beginning to see come to fruition after what occurred yesterday. Todd Erzin is here with me as well as Aaron McIntyre. And um, it feels as if we have, we have crossed a threshold here. And I don't know if you can hear that sound in the background. Tick talk tick talk that is a clock and it's about to hit midnight we are closer to midnight I think right now than we have ever been they over there would say that they raided the home of the former president because he sparked an insurrection We would say it it was arguably the worst insurrection of all time, but even if it was one of those, it was in response to your stealing of an election and breaking, perhaps irrevocably, the social compact. That's supposed to kind of bind us together here. The unwritten rules, if you will, of culture war and a free society. When you begin to have those sorts of existential charges back and forth, that is is a marriage that isn't going to last much longer. Last night, we officially entered into the arrest this man phase of America's cold civil war with the raid on President Trump's private residence there in Florida. What will come next is the round them up phase. That's what the 89,000 IRS agents they are going to hire. Uh, That's what that is about. Tax courts, the, the one court in America where you are guilty until proven innocent. They will next put liens or just flat out attempt to confiscate the property of those who dared to have wrong think. That is what is coming next. What is coming next is going to make Lois Lerner in the days of the Tea Party Look like the JV squad. And if you follow a certain procession here, uh, a, a sequence, a, a series of unfortunate events, um, it began with, we steal the election. We indefinitely detain non-violent protesters. We then purge the military, health care, and first responders of any critical thinkers by way of a poisonous jab that doesn't work 
And that's the best thing we can say about it. That's when it's not killing you. So we, we get rid of a lot of the people that won't point the gun at you, that, that, that wouldn't just, um, just follow in orders here, that wouldn't just blindly do that, and then would actually treat you, take care of you, if you dared defy. We're purging them, getting rid of them. Purging them. We are then hiring almost 90,000 more IRS agents. And now we are raiding the private residence of our primary political opposition. Tick tock. Tick tock. Here's a little fun fact. I just don't know what prompted me to research this last night. I just thought I'd look it up, do the math myself. If you prorate the casualties in the U.S. Civil War to our current population trends, it's well over 6 million people. Just a fun fact for you there. This is... This is accelerating faster now. This isn't Democrats, or at least as you've known them. The Democrats are Nancy Pelosi flopping her way to Taiwan and then coming back and saying China is one of the freest societies out there. The Democrats, left to their own devices, allow homeless drug addicts to chit on the sidewalks outside of their public buildings as they're walking by them. we're beyond that now and have been really for quite some time we are dealing here with real spiritual darkness democrats are not left to their own devices this level of diabolical there is other principalities we shall say at play here and here is the game because the game of those principalities is nihilism it's destruction that's the plan. There is no higher plan. It's just nihilism and destruction. It's carnage. And we're going to, as they see it, we will provoke one side of this cold civil war into going crazy, casting off all their restraints, fully indulging all of the moral and societal inhibitions that they have long contemplated casting aside. Break through every last taboo. But then don't just like do it in a generation. Do it like in a year or two. Do it all at once. Just go full mob outside Lot's house in 10 minutes. Do it all at once and do it all publicly. And then you tell the other side, your vote doesn't count. If, if we even let you have an election... And I'm dead serious at this point. I don't even know that you'll have an election in November. I think you should take every dark thought you have right now and put it on the table. Because that's what you're dealing with, this true darkness. If we decide to let you have an election and you don't choose and decide the way we want, we'll just steal it. What are you going to do? Nothing. Whom will you elect? What will they do? Your elections, gone. Your institutions, gone. Your freedoms and liberties, gone. 
By golly, I guess the only choice you have left is to come out of your homes with your 200 million guns. And then how hell operates, wipes its hands of the matter, little Pontius Pilate action. I think you guys should fight. Not my problem. And then just backs away into the shadows where it's the most comfortable. And then just sits with the tub of corn and watches the sulfur and the carnage fall. That is the end game here. The end game is just to blackpill this place. Because almost 80% of world missions money in this world for the gospel of Jesus Christ, almost 80%, even in our even in our diminished capacity as a nation, which is quite diminished, still almost 80% of all missions money that is spent in this world to proclaim the light of the world comes from this country, folks. Comes from this one. Make this country go dark, you're looking at a dark ages, a new one. The last one, what was that taught about a millennia? Is about yeah. how long that lasted? Yeah. And just like that last one also included killer viruses unleashed, so does this one. Testimony in the Senate on Friday about, well, actually, you know, they're working on even worse gain-of-function stuff than what they were doing in, 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 in coronavirus. We're talking mega virus stuff with 60% CFRs. Bubonic plague at a 20% CFR. It took civilization a millennia to dig out of that. I know we often think this stuff could not happen in the times in which we live. So did all the other people that it happened to in the times that they lived. They didn't think it could happen either. One morning, the Israelites got up, tended to their, their crops, their homes, married off their sons and their daughters, thinking, yeah, just another day that ends in Y, except it was not. The sound off in the distance, it was the Assyrians coming to put bits in their noses, and that's when they didn't uh, rape all their women. Put bits in the noses of the men that they didn't kill on the battlefield and chain them up and march them back to Chaldea. And just like that, that day, those northern ten tribes, they were gone, lost to history. But a century and a half later, the southern ten, two tribes, they thought the same thing. This that couldn't happen to us. They even told the prophet Jeremiah, we have the temple. We're wearing our um, wear, Make Israel Great Again hats. It won't happen to us. Next thing you know, Nebuchadnezzar has laid siege to the city, cutting off all food and water. And mothers are now bartering with each other. Hey, you kill your baby today. I'll kill my baby tomorrow for food. How's that for a deal? Yeah, everybody that this happened to in history thought that couldn't happen to them either. In 1905, Germany was the most progressive, technologically advanced, educated, literate, prosperous society on this planet. By 1945, one generation, it had spawned the war to end all wars and the worst, most calamitous conflict in all of human history for the second go-around. Because when it lets go of the rope, culture goes fast. Tick. Talk. The clock is ticking. The window is closing.
And it is time for us to have a very serious conversation about what to do next. Which will begin with Aaron's rundown of what happened while we were away. What happened while we were away brought to you by a series of random, unfortunate events. Let's begin in early 2021. The first of several hundred pro-Trump protesters were arrested and charged with various crimes related to the events at the Capitol on January 6th of that year. Since that time, due process has been all but ignored. Peaceful protesters have been sentenced to prison for the crime of trespassing, and many still await a hearing unable to post bail and sit in squalid conditions in the D.C. gulag. They even sent an elderly grandmother with cancer to prison for having the audacity to show her face at the January 6th rally. Our next random unfortunate event arose later in 2021 when the Biden administration attempted to distract the nation from its disastrous exit from Afghanistan by executive fiat, cajoling private businesses across the country into forcing their employees to take the COVID jab or risk losing their jobs. Eventually, the private business COVID jab gambit failed in the courts, but the administration was successful in forcing hospital staff and much of the military into taking the jab. Speaking of the military, the exact number is hard to come by, but it's believed between 10 and upwards of 60,000 members of the armed services have been kicked out or had their wages messed with for refusing to take the experimental jabs. The next random unfortunate event happened just over the weekend when the Senate passed a rebrand of the Build Back Better bill, this time deceitfully rebranded as the Inflation Reduction Act. The Inflation Reduction Act is nearly a trillion dollars, will not reduce inflation, contains hundreds of billions of dollars for green energy energy boondoggles, raises taxes on businesses and those making under $400,000 a year and doubles the size of the Internal Revenue Service, providing $80 billion in funding to hire more than 87,000 new tax collectors. This is the same IRS that purchased $700,000 worth of ammunition for its criminal investigation division earlier this year. Our final random unfortunate event happened just yesterday, and it's a crossing of a Rubicon. The Department of Justice ordered the FBI to conduct a raid on Donald Trump's Florida residence, Mar-a-Lago. Ostensibly having something to do with the events at the Capitol on January 6th of last year, the DOJ, which is of course under control by the Biden White House, let's not be coy here, sicked the nation's most powerful law enforcement agency on the de facto leader of his political opposition in broad daylight, guns literally out. All of these random, unfortunate events happened after they shut your business down, tried to lock you in your homes, told you liquor stores were more essential than churches, denied you life-saving treatments, and called you a conspiracy theorist just for being right about COVID. I don't know what's next in the series of random, unfortunate events. I just know it's getting hotter. And that's what happened while we were away. Sobering, but very well done there by Aaron. His montage brought to you by our friends over at Better Spectacles. They now offer authentic German engineer Rodenstock eyewear available for mass distribution for the first time here in the U.S. That's what I'm wearing today on the show, by the way. Rodenstock is a 144-year-old company, the world's gold standard with over 500 patents. And you can get access to them now even for problematic prescriptions like mine. Typically, if you had bifocals or progressives, meaning you're a little near and a little far, that's me, uh, you were often subjected to the dorky lens. Well, now you get the stuff the cool kids wear with our friends over at Better Spectacles. They'll give you access to some of the best trained opticians in the country. You won't even have to leave your house. And they've got an introductory offer for you to get you started. 61% off their Go Spec lenses. Plus, they'll throw in those Rodenstock frames for free. 
Those Roden stock frames for free with their introductory offer and 61% off their GoSpec lenses. When you go to betterspectacles.com slash Steve, go there now to betterspectacles.com slash Steve. There's only, I think, two ways out of this peaceably for where this is headed because the other side of the equation will no longer be self-restrained. They have sent that signal here in the last 48 hours. They will not be restrained by election outcomes or fear of them. If anything, the more that their numbers remain in the tank here as we get into the fall, get closer to fall, they might, you might even see more garbage legislation like what you saw over the weekend when they fear, they're like the tenant who gets evicted and then trashes the place on the way out, right? I mean, and they've, you know, why wouldn't they? Who would oppose them? Um, So, Given what I believe is the spiritual darkness endgame here for our society, there are only two peaceable ways out, and I would really love for there to be a peaceable way out, by the way. Um, um, I didn't run the math on Civil War casualties, you know, uh, because I was looking for encouragement. (laughs) Okay. There's only two peaceable ways out here. Uh, One of them is revival, great awakening kind of stuff. Now, is that coming? I, I don't know. It might. I just know if it does, it probably is not coming from the church. Because most of you come to this show and get more Bible than you do from your church. And that, if you knew the three of us, that would be a problem. All right? Especially with the guy here in the lead chair. Uh, th- the other way is there's, there's a question on the table for the Republican Party here this morning. And why them? Because you frankly don't have time to amass with where this is going now. You, you don't have time to amass an alternative really to that. We're, we're, we're decelerating quicker here now. Tick, tock. The clock's ticking faster now. The Republican Party, once and for all, has to decide. It's a simple question, but not easy. Finally. And at what point, if it's not now, then at what point... Would you finally hate what Democrats are determined to do to this country more than you hate your own base? What is that point? And the answer may be there is no point. You know, we've been asking the church recently on the show, what is your price point for confrontation? And the answer may be there isn't one. That may be the answer. Okay. Civilizations go dark, guys. That's why we have history books. They don't last forever. They come and they go, Hobbes. They come and they go. Well, likewise, the, the, the question for the Republican Party is, at what point will you finally hate what the Democrats are determined to do to this country more than you hate your own base? The answer may be never. Be prepared for that. That, that could be the answer. In fact, that's probably the answer. But let's find out. Looking ahead, how do we deal with this? The, the first reaction I had to this last night when I saw this news coming back from Chattanooga is I tweeted out, the Andrew Breitbart gif, war. And indeed it is, and in a, in, a, in a cold civil war standpoint. If you thought that language was inflammatory or, um, you know, metaphorical or, or rhetorical in the past, it, it's not now. From a, from a cold civil war standpoint, this is the building of a Berlin Wall, basically. It's on. It is fully on now. 
And if you truly want to win, you have to take responsibility for what you can control. What you can. You cannot control your enemy's capabilities or tactics. You cannot control those. Um, You can, though, control your own. Now, the question for us on the right is, are we ready here and ready for and willing to submit to that level of self-assessment? Because if we're not, we will take the L. I promise you we will take the L. Our entire model. So let's take this assessment for a few minutes. Our, Our entire model here on the right is based on responding to countering opposition. That's what we do. Conservative media, we counter their media. We counter them. We we elect Republicans as a reaction to Democrats. But what is our affirmative framework? What is the plan? What's the vision? What is it? We just had CPAC in Dallas over the weekend while I was in Chattanooga. Chattanooga. How much of that was actually communicated and how much was it just counter-programming? Because this is going to take much more than pointing out liberal hypocrisy and getting our clicks and jollies off it. Going to take a lot more than contriving shallow talking points like you can destroy gender, just don't put ridiculous dudes with beards and Adam's apples in the women's track and field event. Going to take more than that. Okay? Going to take more than save women's sports. Going to take a lot more than that. I promise you, going to take a lot more than that. Not that we shouldn't seek to save it, but that is actually the end result of what it will take to do it, not the talking point that we just seek and settle on and just glom onto it. Like it's, uh, you know, well, a virus. And it's going to take a lot more than obsessively myopic focus on elections like their sporting events. Nothing short, what will it take? Nothing short of a ruthless and I mean ruthless, conviction to install a better way of life is going to win this, a ruthless one. Now, let me define what that means. It means very aggressive, but focused and thus under control. You will not beat them in the zealotry department, I promise you. And I promise you, if you're not ruthless, their zealotry will beat you with whatever else you present, I promise. Ruthlessly, we will take you off our boards. We will fire you. We will charge you. We'll not call you groomers on Twitter, all right? We won't do that. We will send the the state police and the sheriff to arrest you and put you in chains where you belong. That's what I mean by ruthless. We're not going to be angry. At least unrighteously, we're just going to be ruthless. That's what it takes. I'll just tell you flat out, I haven't texted Ted Cruz anything meaningfully in months because I just frankly don't think he has that level of ruthlessness in him. I just don't. I think I think Ted is like a lot of my peers in conservative media that you all have made millionaires. If it's in the box, if it's in the box of what used to be done and how we used to do things, he's the best there is at that. And what do you do when, when they get out of the box? What do you do? You can just stay in the box. Just stay in the box. The fact we all immediately jumped to Trump 2024, and I kind of did it too, man. I'll admit I did it too. Shows, though, we all still don't get it. Here's why. They are going to legally, let me tell you what this is about. They are going to legally attempt to bar him from running. Or at least bog him down long enough that it's unclear legally if he can be on the ballot. 
That's what this is about. So even if Trump, let's say Trump prevails against all of this, he won't take office for two and a half years. Joe Biden hasn't been president for two and a half years, or at least faking being one. And look how much damage has been done. What will they do in another two and a half years? So then what is the plan to thwart all of that damage? What is the plan between now and then? For example, I saw our buddy Josh Hammer suggest this last night, and I am all for it. Let's say Ron DeSantis, as governor of Florida, interposes against the federal government and defends a Florida resident. Then they will just do the same thing to Ron DeSantis in a different context. He's now an insurrectionist, so let the lawfare commence. They'll try to legally have him disqualified. Fine, fine, you're right, you're right. You do run the sovereign state of Florida, but you're now legally disqualified from running uh, anywhere uh, for federal office. And we got a federal judge who worked out Jeffrey Epstein's deal and is close to the Bushes. Uh, He signed off on the whole order. So you're screwed, we win, ha ha, no election for you. That's what they'll do. Because once you do it once, it's so much easier to do it twice, thrice, and so many times more. These are the stakes that we are playing for now. And this is sadly, but inevitably, but inevitably, but inevitably going to end in a dark chapter in history books unless a lot of people that we crawled over broken glass to elect who hate us nevertheless decide they hate the idea of being that last chapter in the history books more than they hate us for once. Here's a specific example of what that looks like. Republicans win Congress in November, at least one house, and then shut the entire government down day one. Shut it all down. Everything. No, we don't want hearings. Nope, 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 no. Action. Actionable points. Shut it all down. Day one. And we're not funding a damn thing until the banana republic, late republic nonsense stops. Stop it. Otherwise, the government stops. And we don't care what Joy Reid says or Rachel Maddow or Don Lemon or anybody else. No. Because if they continue to fund this monster after this, you might as well just go ahead and move to Ukraine now. Move there now. Get your suckling spot on the teat now while you still can. Well, before they run out of green shirts. Or start printing brown ones. If you won't defund your enemies, you're just not serious about defeating them. You're just not. Or or if you're not encouraged by that sentiment, this one you'll find even more enlightening. Uh, Or you'll view whom your enemy is tormenting as your real enemy. Take your pick. It's either one of those. That's it. We're beyond pontifications. We're beyond, let's CPAC Anchorage. CPAC Topeka. Nope. War. That's where we are. I'm not sure how many of us, forget Republicans, how many of your, your favorite conservative superstars know what time it is. Yucking it up for the cameras, getting their clicks. Getting their prime CPAC speaking slot. So that everybody knows for their significant Twitter following that they have arrived. Little did they know that 24 hours later, the enemy would come out of the shadows and change the game like that. Tick, tock, tick, tock. The clock is ticking. And it's not slowing down. 
We are in do or do not. There is no try territory. We are in poop or get off the pot. No more. Let's tweet out our threats and do nothing. You don't ever call a bully out unless you're going to punch it in the face hard. Don't ever step to a tyrant unless you're going to kill it. We wanted campaign talking points. We wanted rhetorical flourishes. We wanted to chant, lock her up. They're going to do it. They will indict him. They will arrest him. I promise you. Promise. They're going to do it. The same people who uh, we think they've got a P-tape on Trump. And because he was hanging out with Russian hookers are the same people who gave us Hunter Biden, who literally is on tape getting blowjobs and foot finishes from Russian hookers while doing cocaine. On tape. You bet your ass they're going to try to lock him up because that's what they do there in hell. They're serious. We wanted chants. We wanted rallies. We wanted to win elections. They were mobilizing for warfare and lawfare. The stakes have been raised considerably. So, we have a choice then too. We will pat our children and grandchildren on the head in the camps here one day soon and say, it's okay, sweetie, the red wave is coming to save us. Or we will demand once and for freaking all that the red wave actually saves us. If you are struggling or sensitive about your premature hair loss, men, or you want to make sure that doesn't happen to you as best you can, uh, or you just want to take better care of your hair, talk to our friends over at Keeps. They've got you covered. Uh, They select the right products and treatments for you uh, and your specific condition and goals. And it's all done online with the clinically approved products. You'll get the generic versions so that you will save money, big money, uh, maybe up to half off uh, with the generic versions. All that convenience and discretion of you going one-on-one with your doctor online. Uh, They make it uh, very convenient as well with uh, delivering the products directly to your front door. And then they give you even more savings to get you started. You get half off your first order when you go to keeps.com slash grow. Again, K-E-E-P-S K-E-E-P-S for keeps.com slash grow. I, I just got a text from a, a good friend of the show. And, uh, and she said, you're scaring me. And I wrote back, you should be scared. The same people who said, you lock down, you stay home while we vacation in the Riviera. Uh, You close your church for a virus you're not spreading while the Rainbow Church stays open for a virus it actually is. Uh, You wear your mask to serve us at these events while we're unmasked uh, at our super spreader events, which aren't super spreader events if it's us doing it. And if it's riots, if it's riotous thug behavior in the streets, uh, they don't have to be locked down. They get a special dispensation as our stormtroopers. Um, What else? Where else can I go? Oh, I I got it. Okay. How about you take over and over again our poisonous jab to have a job and then we'll have like high ranking people at the World Health Organization admit they still haven't taken the jab. Yeah, there's that. 
Uh, where else can I go? Oh, uh, here's one. Uh, I think I even mentioned this a few minutes ago. Um, your guy uh, uh, can't be president because there is uh, tapes of him uh, doing uh, uh, tawdry and perverse things with Russian hookers that would make him vulnerable to a Russian bribery scheme. Uh, when it turns out the, uh, the, the guy they're running for president, his son, who handled his business agreements with places, you know, wholesome, uh, China and Ukraine, uh, he actually was doing those things with uh, Russian hookers, tawdry, perverse things on tape with them and recorded it himself voluntarily. If you think those same people and the same darkness that everything I just laid out for you emanates from, that same darkness won't just turn around and say, hey, and oh, by the way, um, you buy an electric car you can't afford that you might be able to go 200 miles a day on while we travel the world in private airfare. And oh, since you chanted Locker up a few years ago, we're going to lock him up now. How you like them apples? If you don't think that that's what this is capable of, then I want some of what you have. I I wish I still had some of that innocence because I don't. And there comes a point in time now where you, you start, you stop blaming your opposition and start asking yourselves, what are you prepared to do? What, what are we prepared to do about it? So we started doing a, a series of interviews on this show without knowing, of course, that the events of this day were going to occur, uh, selecting a few attorneys general's candidates around the country to see if they were up for the level of lawfare slash warfare that America's cold civil war is currently embroiled in, which, of course, is going to a new level now. All right, we talked to Chris Kobach from Kansas. What was that, about a week ago, I think, Todd? Today, we are talking to an old friend of the show. That doesn't mean he's old, but he kind of is. Michael Peruca is the Republican nominee for Attorney General in the state of Maryland. It has been several years, my friend. How are you? Steve, I'm doing great. Thank you very much for having me on the show. And it's great to hear your voice again and, 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 and your arguments. Let's start there. Am I overreacting to the events of last night? No, I don't think so, because everything has been put in turbocharged now. Um, look, uh, the, to, to, get, to get back to the reason that, I, that I'm running, uh, you know, for more than two years, Steve, uh, a health crisis, in air quotes, if you will, a health crisis has been used as an excuse to deny in my state, Marylanders, and to, of course, in other states as well, the exercise of their God-given uh, constitutionally protected rights, including the freedom to practice religion, the freedom to assemble, the freedom to have uh, autonomy over their own body, uh, the, the freedom to run a business um, and the freedom to, to uh, move about freely. Um, all of these things, none of these things have been lawful, Steve. All these, all, all of these, these uh, lockdowns, mandates, whatever you want to call it, edicts, proclamations, declarations, whatever you want to call them, none of them have been lawful. In Maryland, uh, we have a constitution in Maryland, um, and as well as a constitution in the United States, as you, as you, as you well know, as you know, I know. Um, and none of these things were lawful. And the, 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 the big lie that's taken place, Steve, uh, for, for a year, for more than two years, is that, oh, don't you see we have an emergency? We have an emergency now. And so, so we can, we can uh, violate the provisions of this, of, of this document. And uh, because, because the, uh, the emergency status, uh, we get to do that. Well, Article 44 of our Declaration of Rights, Steve, which is the Maryland equivalent of the Bill of Rights, the National Bill of Rights, says this, it says that the, constant, the provisions of the Constitution of the United States and of this state, being Maryland, apply as well in times of war as in times of peace, and no violation thereof or deviation therefrom based on a plea of necessity or any other plea is valid. So, I, you know, it, it, it couldn't be more on point, but the, the, that, that, that 
there's there is no excuse. There's no excuse to be, that can be used. No emergency, no financial, no health, no no emergency can be used to violate uh, the provisions and the, and the security of, the, of that of that document. And yet, it's been done notoriously, obnoxiously, in our face uh, by a by a, of all things a, a, a supposedly Republican governor in Maryland. Um, and uh, I'm I'm running for attorney general because unless these things are redressed, and they must be redressed. Then we don't have a country anymore, and and I, and I think what's happened last night, yesterday, with respect to the the raid at Mar-a-Lago, now you're seeing that that if you don't now realize that this is a war, then you probably are never going to to see this is a war. All these actions are, are all the, all these viol- gross violations of our constitution, and our constitution, you know, Steve is is the deal. It, it's the uh, we say that we operate by consent of the government. Consent of the government is one of the five self-evident truths that. That Jefferson mentioned in the Declaration of Independence. He said we hold these truths to be self-evident, and then he named five truths, and one of them was that we operate by consent of the governed. And this document, uh, and on the national level, the U.S. Constitution, they're they're the they're the vehicle by which we express our consent. And so you could say that if government acts within these confines of this document, then they have our consent. But if they act outside of that, they lose our consent. They lose legitimacy. They lose they lose authority. And uh, they remove themselves from from office under the American system. The trouble is, Steve. Very few people know that, and you know that I've been working for mm-hmm. many years, more than two decades, to try to educate people about these things so that they can be ready for this when it occurs. I said before you came on, we are now officially at the arrest this man portion uh, phase of America's cold civil war. What will come next is the round them up phase. That's what the 89,000 IRS agents are for tax court. You are guilty there until proven innocent. You have wrong think, wrong ideas. You attended the wrong rally. Uh, You have the wrong organization. I I told my buddy Bob Vanderplatz, who is I share office space with here in Iowa. I called He called me this morning. I said, I know you guys try to do everything above the board. I hope you guys need to consider you got to you got to you've got to start making the accounting case. You don't even have to spell the word guardrail. You're so far above the board because they're coming. They're absolutely coming. That's what those 89,000 IRS agents are for, is to shut you down for taking the wrong positions on things, for daring to defy the narrative, uh, liens on your property, rounding up your stuff. That's what this is about. Am I wrong? No, you're, no, you're, you're right. Uh, and I think we're, we're ap- absolutely to the stage. I think for many years in America, this was coming. But it was sort of what you might call on a slow burn it was these things were occurring and and, and and things were being set in place and and precedents were being established et cetera et cetera and people were becoming dumb dumber and and more dependent dumb and dependent and and so that's been happening for a long time but now the the gloves are off if you will um they're not even trying to hide the agenda anymore it's not it's not a slow burn and they don't and 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 with this action yesterday it's it's clear that uh, it's beyond clear that they don't care what you think about it. They don't. They don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're beyond that. The situation is beyond. It. They don't care. Let's let's say you were the attorney general of Florida right now, okay, and your governor Ron DeSantis calls you up and asks you, "Are you watching this?" Right. Breaking news. Watching the feds raid Mar-a-Lago. Trump is a citizen, at least part of the year, of your state. 
Okay. Um, you clearly have, and, and you're a governor that has clearly shown you have some un, under, maybe more than any governor in modern American history, you have shown you have some understanding of the doctrines of interposition of the lesser magistrate. He has practiced those forms of checks and balances. He has interposed his office between the federal government and the people of Florida more than once over the course of the last few years. So this would not be out of character for you to say, what can we do? If you were his attorney general, what would you tell him he could have done yesterday or could do now? Well, I think he probably he could interpose. He could he could he, he could use uh, National Guard. He could use uh, whatever uh, uh, police that uh, local police, et cetera, because as you it's the right word you just used interposition. It's the duty of the lesser magistrate to stand as Ron DeSantis in many ways is doing to stand between the, the tyrant and the, the people that he has a, a, his constituency, the people he has the authority and the duty to, to protect. Um, this, uh, the, the, he, he at, at the very least should, um, uh, he, he can interpose and, and put himself and, and the power of the office. Uh, first of all, he can declare these things to be uh, unlawful. He can, uh, he can, be, uh, the, the, the attorney general has the authority to investigate. He has the authority to prosecute. He can prosecute those who are trying to prosecute this injustice. Can he order, you mentioned National Guard, state police, uh, surround those grounds. Could he say, if you attempt to uh, execute this unlawful order in my state, we will arrest you? Well, I'm, now I'm, I'm not sure that the attorney general has the authority. But, I mean, could he, could, could he advise the governor that he has that authority? Yes, of course. Yes, of course. The governor does have that authority. Um, because and, here's, uh, here's, here's one of the questions. Local that law I, enforcement has it as well. Our governor has been very good here, okay, in Iowa. Kim Reynolds has done a great job. But I asked my buddy Bob Vanderplas this morning, I said, when they send those IRS agents after the family leader for daring to have wrong think, they come in to raid your offices. Could you call her up on the phone? Would you, is she prepared to act, to interpose against that, to say you do not get to do that to the, pe- the people of the sovereign state of Iowa? Are those legitimate questions that we should be asking right now our public officials on the state level? Yes. Yes, I believe they are because they are pre- preparations that, that need to be made. They're, 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 they're logical. They're lawful. Uh, they're within the American scheme of, of, of governance. Uh, which is, as you know, is is based on a, a Christian worldview that there is a God and our rights come from Him, and and the purpose of government is to protect those rights, not to violate those rights, um, or and under the color of law to disparage those rights. Um, we have a situation now in America where elements of our own government, many elements of our, of our own government, uh, agents and agencies of our government, both federal and in many cases state uh, and local. Have been uh, are are agents of the enemies of America. They're agents of the enemies of Maryland. They're the agents of the enemies of, of Iowa and, and Florida. Um, and the, the local. This is why the local law enforcement. And by the way, the, the work that Sheriff Richard Mack has been doing with the Constitutional Peace Officers Association, excuse me, the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, uh, throughout the years is is so vital because you you, you not only need a local local police and law enforcement officials to understand these things they have to have the backbone to stand up to the, to these things and 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 they have to and they and they have to be backed up they need the backing of their citizenry so that's why that's why it's so important for for Americans to understand 
uh, the scheme or the, the schema, if you will, of, mm-hmm. of American law and justice so that they can articulate it and defend it. Uh, that's what that I think is what has is missing. That's the reason that they have uh, that the enemies of America have been able to. Uh, well, they uh, you could say that they've trampled the Constitution. You could also maybe say that they just ran around it. Mm-hmm. They just act like it doesn't exist. It's a dead and, letter. Yes. Yeah. Somebody somebody's got it. Somebody's got to stand up and say it, it, it exists. That and and look. In my per- per- personal case, I feel like that's what I've been called to do. Um, I, I don't. I mean, I have. I haven't changed my agenda. My my my. My beliefs and my positions on these things have been the same for 25 years. Um, that, but but those who will stand up to this need to be backed up, and they need to be backed up by people who can understand and articulate and defend American principles. Hmm. Michael, good stuff. How can people follow your campaign if they want to do that, brother? Patriots4peruka.com with the number four. Patriots4peruka.com um, and. Uh, just please go to the website. You'll find out what we're doing what we're, and what we need. Uh, we, we we could use all kinds of help, obviously. Um, and patriotsforperuka.com is, is the way to get up with us. Good to see you again, man. Hey, God Steve, bless you. Thanks a lot. Thanks you for your time. You Take bet. Care. Take care. That interview brought to you by friends over at Tyga Coolers. If you are looking forward to tailgate season, what's left of summer, um, uh, I'm sorry. I'm 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 having a hard time in my head contemplating events that are weeks or months off given what's currently occurring in the country. So, if you're going somewhere this weekend, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that uh, you're thinking, yeah, I could use a good cooler or the next because I'm not sure how quick they can get it to you if they can get it to you by that point in time. Uh, check out our friends over at Tiger Coolers, American-made lifetime warranty. They can customize it for you as well. You've got something that doesn't violate copyright infringement or just common human decency that you want tricked out and customized for your cooler. They can do that too. Uh, or you can just get a great cooler for 10% off when you use my my name, Steve, as your promo code. When you go to TigaCoolers.com, that's T. T-A-I-G-A, TaigaCoolers.com. Again, that's TaigaCoolers.com, promo code Steve for 10% off. Now, we have not had a chance to hear much from Todd. That That's going to change, actually, here as we lead off hour number two, because uh, you are going to take the lead on fake news or not here in a few minutes, because we had the verdicts and the punitive damages announced last week in the Alex Jones trial. Uh, and I believe it's, what, $45 million were the punitive damages that were awarded to him by the Texas jury somewhere around there? Yes. Okay. So we're going we're gonna to get into that subject matter and, uh, and discuss just how much of a canary in the coal mine that story is, how self-inflicted it may have been at the same time, right? Of course, that story in and itself, at the time you and I discussed this yesterday afternoon, having no idea what was going to transpire in a few hours, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the way you would even probably translate that story looks a little bit different than it did when you first started taking a look at it as well, right? Maybe a little bit. All right, but we got about a minute here. Your thoughts on everything we've discussed so far this hour. Uh, well, you talked about earlier with, uh, you used Ted Cruz as the example about but the need to get outside the box. Michael is talking, when he's talking about local law enforcement, this is so important. It's not just about respect your fellow police officer. It, it, it isn't. Or, or legal officer, or, or, or wherever they are at whatever level. You need to get outside of that box, and you need to stand the, the line on this. Just like that Aaron ran tape last week, remember? The local guy that was called after a fed showed up at his oh, door? Oh, yeah. That's what he's talking and about. He, and then he called the local police, say, hey, somebody's yeah. here trying to get my guns. Yeah. And the cops came. Yeah, that's the video. That's that's video of the year right now. That's the best video of the year right now. Yeah.
and may its house increase and may it be often duplicated and even more often emulated. Yes. Yes. Hour two is next. back with hour two here live and on demand on blaze tv radio and podcast steve dace here with aaron mcintyre todd erzin and all of you let us know what you think about what we think which you can do via the stevedace.com inbox email the show steve at stevedace.com that's d-e-a-c-e like us on facebook me we parlor and gab you can follow me at steve dace show on twitter getter TikTok and Instagram. And you can also look for me on Trump's Truth Social over at Real Steve Dace, at Real Steve Dace there. And then finally, get clips of the show if you would like to watch them for free that are without any censorship whatsoever. When you go to rumble.com slash Steve Day Show, that's rumble.com slash Steve Day Show. This uh, portion of the show is also when we like to mention our, our still growing uh, podcast following. You guys are a huge part of our show's continued growth and success. We are so appreciative. Please, if you've yet to do this, leave us a five-star review. And if you've got a question you want us to consider in next week's Ask Me Anything, uh, put that in your five-star review and it'll go to the front of the line for Todd's consideration here next week on the show. And remember to hit subscribe and follow as well. And thank you to the thousands of you that have done each or both of those things for us. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, This portion of the show also brought to you by our friends over at ScoreMaster. So now we've seen 30-year interest rates go down a point. They were uh, double what they were six months ago. It's a pretty topsy-turvy market out there, folks. And uh, that is why you want to make sure you're going into it armed with the absolute best credit score you can. And our friends over at ScoreMaster can help you get there. They will show you exactly. uh, I mean, a lot of your lenders these days will show you the score that you have. They'll show you exactly why you have the score you have. Exactly why. And then they go next level. They will help you level up actually by showing you how to exactly get to the score that you want with a rough estimate of how long they think that that'll take to show up on your credit score. All right. So whether it's a refi, a mortgage, a home loan, business loan, auto loan, et cetera, uh, look for our friends ScoreMaster to make sure that you go in with the best score you can to the, get the best approval and best terms. And right now you can check it out in just a few minutes, see how many plus points you can add to your score and then decide if you want to sign up from there. When you go to scoremaster.com, com slash steve again that is scoremaster.com slash steve before we get to fake news or not todd will you indulge me here for a moment i i i want to address something i i I just saw and aaron thank you for bringing this to my attention uh senator tim scott has a book out i i don't know why I, i don't tim scott or debbie burks's book what would you rather read todd Whew. I, I think I'd at least I might, it's, yeah, it's, I Burks, think it's Burks because then at least say. I would know I I, I, yeah. I would actually learn something about the enemy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, well, reading Tim Scott's book, I'll, I'll I'll learn nothing. Just a bunch of platitudes. Okay. Because South Carolina apparently is incapable of electing anyone good to like any office anywhere. Uh, and hell laughs at you and your claim of being a red state. Belly laughs. In fact, it's urinating all out all over itself and on you. As a matter of fact, South Carolina quote. He says to CBS News this morning, uh, we let the FBI's search and DOJ investigation of former President Trump play out before jumping to conclusions. I'll give you some. Hey, Tim. Hey, Tim. Let me give you some conclusions here. You ever heard of the Mueller probe, Tim? 
I did that whole, let's let it play out before jumping conclusion. Remember those shows in 2017? Yeah, we did. Good times, man. Good times. And here's what we got, okay? What we got was a molar probe that proved the entire thing was a, was made up. Actually convened a U.S. attorney in the in this one of the districts in New York. And the only person who went to prison was Michael Cohen. They just convened another U.S. attorney's office in New York to look into Trump. They just shut down their, their, their investigation without any indictments. They just quietly backed into the bushes. So they got all the screaming headlines, U.S. Attorney's Office investigating Trump in New York. They just shut this thing down like 10 minutes ago. Nothing. We went through an impeachment over whether or not he tried to convince the Ukrainians to give him dirt on Joe Biden. Before we found out that the Ukrainians had dirt on Joe Biden. Because that's where his son, who was his primary business handler, he had two major clients. And who were they? China and Ukraine. So Tim, dumbass, pardon me, if we're not at the point of jumping to conclusions, bruh. You can jump, <laughs> you, can, you can take a jump on your own. Get the hell out of here, man. Get out of here with that. That's beyond pathetic. Let it play out. We've been letting this thing play out for five damn years. And all we got out of it was a stolen election and an impeachment over something that turned out to be true after the fact. Let it play out. You're played out, bro. You played yourself. Get the hell out. Get the hell out. And I am freaking just beyond tired of your fake-ass red states. You give us Lindsey Graham, who eats off the bottoms menu. You give us Trey Gowdy, who goes on Fox last week to say, well, would you rather have the skill shedding first or your, or your constitutional rights first? I get that from Joy, dude. Nancy Mace, macing her constituents with rainbow flags. Nikki Haley, who went on TV over the weekend and credited NATO with saving America. We're bleeping NATO. Wouldn't exist, and there wouldn't be a country called France or England if it wasn't for us, Nick. And now, Tim, let it play out. You thought you would have thought you guys would have gotten like one of these right. One. How the hell did Mr. How did quintessential red state South Carolina miss on them all? Gosh, we're a joke and we just suck at this. We're fake news. I hope you enjoyed CPAC Dallas. Goodness. Todd talk. Well, you want more fake news? You're going to get it. So. I need to get my microphone back. I'm so there you go. New studio coming. Well, we're going to talk Alex Jones. Oh, great. Yeah. that's You want to pick me up? 
under the uh, premise of whether or not he's getting what he deserves or if this is a warning sign we almost heed. But listen, let's face it, folks. Based on what we just saw, you know, he's he's not a canary in the coal coal mine. You know, if we did this back in 2018 when this all started, and rightly so, when he was banned from social media over this kind of stuff, and we questioned if it was canary in the coal, and we were right because look what happened: the bannings all started happening. But as for the specifics now of a legal case, when 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 the uh, political enemy of the sitting president, when his home is being raided, the, the question about if they're going to uh, do that to them, what are you going to do to us? Yeah, Alex Jones really does not pertain to that. So really, this is ultimately about uh, what did he deserve what he got or not because uh as much whatever you think of alex jones uh that 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 part legally and morally and ethically is still fundamentally important so what did he do what was the lawsuit what what was the what was this even about comments that he made about sandy hook what did he even say this was about him uh defaming uh sandy hook uh, families by saying that the entire thing was and, and he said it almost immediately was a false flag uh, operation meant to go after people's guns and in fact these many of these families and children did not exist it was made up now listen we preach uh, crazy voices in, uh, in our head uh, this was again something he said almost immediately uh, when this happened, it was not after waiting, uh, obtaining evidence. Uh, it was also after him getting pushback, uh, on this, that, uh, he, uh, persisted, uh, about this. His, uh, employees, uh, were very aggressive. Not, it, it wasn't just him saying it on his show. He had producers on his show aggressively, uh, tagging the names of what the, they were calling again fake families uh, online and so finally it got to the point where not only the, uh, families filed charges not only in Texas where his show was based but in Ken- Connecticut where, where uh, Sandy Hook happened and their case is still going to go through uh, in Connecticut so this isn't even done yet so he was given then the opportunity for here's where i think the rubber meets the road because i again crazy voices in my head theory everything i just said there is as distasteful as i understand it sounds uh, i'm willing to entertain just about anything on its face at least far more than i ever would had before here's the case when he was then required to be disposed he had he was found in contempt ultimately because he f- kept finding excuses not to show up he said he was sick even though he was appearing on his own show um uh, and o- other reasons uh, uh for not uh showing up steve has told you in the past about the book that he and i wrote about the importance of making it 
as airtight as humanly possible because we were on the front end of this, just doing this on the show from the beginning with COVID, and then we wrote this book. This book was absolutely on the front end of putting out uh, many of the ideas uh, we had. And if they just found one thing, one thing, they would try to hang us. And that never happened. Well, here, you... If, if he has something, if he legitimately has something, see, if his regular told you about the importance of discovery and the opportunity, well, let, let's find out. It's, he said this in many, he said this with the Kavanaugh hearings, you know, because it cuts both ways. If they, if, if one side, you know, vomits out something and basically dares you to do something about it, if you find the guts to go forward, you say, okay, let's find out. Well, if he really had something there, Bringing this into the legal arena would be an opportunity to produce what he had. And he was avoiding those opportunities. And he was avoiding them in the face of the direct testimony of the people he claimed didn't even exist. So, here we are at this verdict. We, we would have and should have found out an OMG kind of truth that he was talking about all the way back since 2018 uh, if he was right. But not only did we not find out that, it, it, the testimony basically proves not, not only that what he said wasn't true, but that he admitted in, in the past. He's not only admitted that, and Steve's highlighted on the show, that he's, he's admitted, I'm a carnival barker, this is an entertainment thing, but as it applies to this specific case, while he never of pulled back the whole thing, he did say, well, yeah, I, I, I overreached a little bit and I got some things wrong. So he's half-heartedly apologized. Uh, the... I, I don't care what you think about Alex Jones generally, his other shows, things he said about other things. He has been right about things. Yeah, yeah. About some things. Yeah. You cannot deny but that. I, which yeah. is why I say you don't need, you, you don't have to throw the baby out with the bathroom. We're going to need you, or I'm going to need you. You can, everybody else uh, on this set and otherwise can, can uh, come back at me. It's fine, but that's totally fine. But this. Um, was simply Alex Jones um, going way too far. And it makes you think that... I, I, listen, I've never seen a minute live of Alex Jones' show. I, I, if you have, I'm not judging you because of it. I, I've seen clips. That's all I've ever seen. And I know he's been around a long time. For the long, longest time, I didn't even know who, what an Alex Jones was. But this is somebody who thought there would be no consequences for flat out making something up. And maybe because he just got so sick of the other side doing the exact same thing that he just decided, okay, fine, possible. But I, sure, I can't say that the number, I don't know, I, I don't know why they arrived at that number. I think it's actually in violation of Texas's punitive uh, it's too punitive cap uh, laws. I, mm -hmm. I think it's so clearly they were. This was an attempt to 
Uh, so it won't stand up on appeal mm-hmm. is what I'm trying to say. Sure. So th- clearly that level of, of penalty was just being done to mm-hmm. pile on all the further to try to make an example out of this situation or make mm-hmm. an example out of him, as the case may be. So, uh, Well, j- one thing, I, just to wrap it up, I yeah. think it's a perfect lesson. In like, Actually, for a while there, I just assumed we weren't going to do this segment after what happened with Trump. But actually talking about it and thinking it out, it's a perfect lesson. It, and it uh, it dovetails nicely with what you just said about who we need to be in your tweet thread, Steve. Mm-hmm. We can't be Alex Jones. Meaning uh, out of control. He's That's exactly right. He was absolutely out of control. We need to have a plan. And we need to, as you say, just be utterly unapologetically uh, vicious in employing it. But that that plan cannot simply be. And I think that I think Alex Jones basically it's just it said they I'm going to become them. There's no way we win if we become them. It's actually what they want. And now they have Alex Jones scalp because of it. All right. I'm going to let that simmer here for a second because I have some follow up questions. And I'll, I'll tell you guys, when I gave Todd the assignment of of, of Taking, delving into this story yesterday for the show, I had no idea what position you were going to take. Okay. Um, and of course, because of the way we operate, I didn't have you or, or, or try to stir, steer you into any particular position. We're men here, so we treat each other accordingly. So I just said, hey, I want you, you're the editor of the show. You edit my stuff. Act as an ombudsman. Look at this story. And what I want to know is if you think that this is a canary in the coal mine, that this is, as some of our peers are saying, uh, an example that they will use to come after all of us, or is he uniquely culpable with his own actions here? Mm-hmm. Okay. And it sounds like you are more in the line of he's uniquely culpable in his own actions. But that it, it, is that fair? Yeah. Okay. That does not mean, though, that they will not come after us for defying the narrative. It just means that you think that I just think we've that he's not that, 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 yeah, yeah, that he's not a that this isn't a precedent for that. They were just going to do that whether Alex Jones never existed or not, given the current environment we are in. Is right. that how you see it? All right. Let's discuss that uh, further here in a moment after I talk about our friends over at Patriot Mobile. You have so few options these days to not do business with an entity that probably hates you. Um, particularly in, in today's corporate America environment. That's why when such an option uh, exists and presents itself, take full advantage of it. And luckily, there is one place that we all can take advantage of it, pretty much. You, you kind of have to have a, a mobile phone in today's modern society. So make the switch right now from your carrier to our friends over at Patriot Mobile. I put it off for several years, uh, even though they were a proud partner to the show. I just thought it'd be a huge hassle. And then the day came that T-Mobile decided they were going to start censoring texts if they don't like what you're saying about COVID. And that's when I just finally said to the family, okay, guys, I don't care how much of a hassle this is, we're out. Dad, I'm making an executive daddy decision because we had talked about it and we were like, oh, we're going to lose this, going to lose that. Like, no, yep, no, executive daddy decision made. It's happening right now. And we didn't lose anything, actually. Um, uh, We got the same coverage we were always getting. We got excellent customer service. They did a great job helping us make the switch. So I know they can do the same for you. If you're a veteran or first responder, Let them know when you go to make that switch. They'll give you extra savings as a way of saying thank you for your service and for the rest of us. Right now, you can get a free activation with the the offer code Steve, my first name. Get a free activation when you go to patriotmobile.com slash Steve. Again, patriotmobile.com slash Steve, or you can call them at 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. So it goes back to the, I want to go back 
to what we laid out, what I laid out in the first segment of the show, that, that we cannot control the capacity and capabilities of the enemy. We, we can only control ourselves, okay? If, if we did not have the current political environment we have, and knowing what you researched about, and if you don't like Todd's conclusions, hey, the same guy that did help do the research for that number one book, y'all, uh, Fauci and Bargain, is the same guy that did the research on this story. So keep that in mind, okay? Um, if we did not have the current political environment we are in, would there be any temptation, do you believe, on the right at all to defend Alex Jones, given what you discovered about this case and his comments? Or would it just be seen as, you know, you made your bed, you have to sleep in it. You see what I'm saying? Oh, the, that, the latter. Especially so, considered it's Alex Jones, because he's, he's icky. Okay. So it is simply just because of the political environment we are in, you believe, that there is an opening to the idea that this is a canary in the coal mine kind of a case. Is what you, you is what you're thinking? Yeah, but that's it. We got it exactly backwards. The time was back then when he thought he was icky. Mm -hmm. To like, if we if we start closing down the speech lanes just because of that factor, right? Now so, it's too so, late. It's not the canary's dead now. Okay, so you're saying when we took that position back in the few years we ago, were right. we were wrong about we were wrong then. We that that we actually probably should have stood with him then, understanding where it would go later. Well, but this is not the hill probably now to die on given what was said here. Is that kind of your position? Right. And but you did stand with him by uh, talking about it. You didn't just say, I don't care about it. We talked about it on the show and you didn't say just because it's Alex Jones. Yeah, but so, I and did that was before I, your metamorphosis. It on. was, but I and I did take the position at the time. I don't you know, the guy has been known to say things that aren't true. So I don't know that that's where I want to necessarily plant my flag. Knowing now what I know then, I might have said things differently back then. Mm -hmm. But but this also gets into even if let's let's take the position for a second that this is all politically motivated against Jones. OK, you you can't make it easy on your enemy. I mean, when we published Fauci and Bargain, there are more footnotes in that book than there are pages. OK, there's more footnotes in that book than there are pages. If you watch the way that our show proceeded with covid. It, it's not a coincidence that we kind of tended to do one thing at a time. We did. We just went hardcore into lockdowns for a bit. Then we went into masks. Then we went into the jab. Mm -hmm. Okay, because we're not experts at this. And I didn't. I, when I got into this business, I didn't know the difference between a T bone and a T cell. Okay, and so I had to make sure, especially given the stakes here, where life and death is at stake, I've got to make. I have a responsibility. I got a responsibility to the blaze. I have a responsibility to all of you. Most of all, I got a responsibility to my creator to not bear false witness while I am here, mm -hmm. and to make sure I know what I am talking about, uh, and, and 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 or at the very least can appeal to what are qualified and expert qualified expertise of a contrarian variety that I can justify my own contrarian takes to. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and I had to do that because of what was at stake, because at any point I could have told you guys something that would have been wrong. It could have cost somebody their lives uh, life. And then I'm out of a, I'm, and I, at that point I made my bed and I have to sleep in it. Okay. In the era in which we live, we cannot do things for rhetorical flourish. Was the what, yeah, of, saying that? Of course, the, it, saying "Hey, they're blowing this out of proportion to take your guns" is, of course, true to some extent. They do that with everyone. Yes. Yes. It's also true that they took uh, tragically a bunch of body bags of little children out of that school. Yeah. Okay. We can't be stupid. And I'm and I'm not saying, by the way, that you should be happy 
I don't think Todd is either. You should be happy that Jones got dinged so badly here. The point which what I set Todd out to investigate with this story was a simple question. Is this a cautionary tale for all of us? Or is it a canary in the coal mine that they're coming after all of us? From listening to you, Todd, it's very clear. You think there are no canaries in the coal mine. The canary is dead. They're coming after all of us, regardless of what Alex Jones said mm-hmm. about Sandy Hook 10 years ago or not, right? Yes. And so what we've got to make sure we're doing, what, what's the conversation I had with my buddy Bob Vanderplas this morning? You got to keep taking scalps, man. I know you guys try to do everything above board. You got to go next level because those 89,000 IRS agents, they're coming, right? Mm-hmm. So make sure every dies, every I's dotted, every T is crossed. That's kind of what mm-hmm. you're saying here, right? Yeah. And it, that we cannot make it easy for them. And it, you think he kind of did here. Here's what Alex Jones, listen, we know that um, the, the, the pole NASCAR, you know, the loop, whole scam with... Uh, Oh, the rope, the, the garage door pull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, okay. We know that the, the rope noose that was the garage the, yes, door rope. Scans. Yeah. We we know Jesse Smollett. Okay, but th- those guys both happen uh, to be black. Now you don't just go up to every black person and now you say, oh, "What are you lying to me about?" Okay, and we know what's going on with groomers, teachers right now. Okay, you just don't go up to every single teacher that you see and say, "You're grooming kids, aren't you?" That's basically what Alex Jones did, and sooner or later. When you have the opportunity to explain yourself, even with the ele- stolen election thing, you can't be, you can't do that and then put on the ridiculous release the Kraken show and think you're going to get a return on it. You have got to, Steve said, you got to be able to walk and chew bubblegum at the same time. Be very, very aggressive, but you can't just say that we're not going to be smart about it. You had a narrow window of time with that election. You had to be smart about how you used it. We decided not to. 2,000 Mules has shown us the way we could have gone much more compellingly. Would they have returned? And remember, I, I asked her when, when we had the gal from that uh, the, the, the organization that Dinesh based yes. all, uh, most of that movie yes. off of. I asked her, how ex- quickly accessible was mm-hmm. this information? Could we have accessed this information <laughs> prior to December or yes. January 6th? And what did she say? Without question. She said, without question, yes. we could have. Instead, we released the Kraken instead. Yeah, And so Alex Jones... Again, talking about how this is going to be used against us. Well, hey, that's happened how many times before this? But then you went all the way here, and now you have the actual... Fa- um, this wasn't ju- this wasn't philosophical and just saying you can't say things, we don't like your tone. The actual fam... I, some actual families showed up and said, um, I'm a parent of a dead kid, and you've been saying I don't exist for a long time, and now I'm going to whoop you for it. Here's the question, though. I, I I, here's a question I have: How did he defame them? It, I, because I remember he, it was he had his employees. It wasn't just him saying this on the show. He had them going after them on social media, okay. specifically, okay, and t- and telling them uh, that they their existence was a lie. Okay. Well, okay, because even if if he's saying that on his show. I can absolutely see how is that defamation when he has a he has a counter view of events. Yes. There are people that have a counter view of the ultimate reality. Mm-hmm. What's a man and a woman? OK. And scream about it on I every agree. show in America every single this night. This is a very important okay? point you're bringing right. up. But but, but, uh, but if, if you're telling me that and I, this is something I would not heard because 
frankly, I've not followed the story yeah. very closely. That's why I gave it to you. Um, if you're telling me that acolytes then proceeded to individually confront these people on social media, yes, that is at a that that is a little different level than I went on my show and questioned the and official narrative even aggressively. Bringing it up, I should have made the point more explicit that that's where I. That's the moment. And I hope I you're that. right about that, because I'm actually going to be on with, with, I think Jones's attorney is Robert Barnes. I'm going to be on his show tomorrow. Hmm. So if you're wrong, I'm going to get cornered on okay. it. I guess we'll find out. Okay. Well, they, well, they, they mentioned this uh, employee's name uh, specifically, and that he was going, that's when I turned in, and that, because, yeah, we got to leave a lot of room. Uh, we, we, with all the canceling, we got to leave a lot of room for people to say their piece. As, and we believe in the crazy voices in our head. But they made it very, very personal with these uh, people. And these people felt it in ways. And they were actually fairly... This happened in 2018, Steve. They were actually fairly patient with it. And putting yourself in that position, which God, none of us want to because that's hell on earth... Uh, I have I have a sympathy for what they endured. Well, that just goes to show you how our show rolls. I mean, I had no idea what you were going to say. I'm going on with his attorney, or one of them, I think, uh, is is Robert Barnes tomorrow. You didn't know that. I didn't even tell I you that. Had no idea. Because I didn't want you to know. Because I just wanted to know what you really thought. Honestly, we're all adults here. I'm happy to discuss it with him. You know, we don't have enough. Too many people think they are using all the same talking points and everything else. It's okay for iron to sharpen iron. So I'm sure I'll get the other side of the story here when I'm on that program tomorrow. And that's okay. I'm totally okay with it. There, There's nothing wrong with... Maybe I've got a different view on this than you. A different perspective on this than you. Nothing wrong with it. And that's actually helps... You know, that's how iron sharpens iron is by sharing those things publicly. As opposed to, here's your Team GOP talking points to regurgitate for the day. Thank you, Todd. You bet. When we come back for Pop Culture Tuesday, a movie I've mentioned before on this show is a perfect metaphor for what is transpiring, or allegory, for what is transpiring in the culture right now. We'll get to that here in a moment. We have told you before about this story with this Arizona uh, real estate agent uh, who went to work uh, and uh, checked the MLS listings when she got there, as she did every morning, uh, see what's new and trending in the real estate market in her market. And it uh, turns out it was her. Um, her home was listed for sale, even though she didn't put the sign in her yard herself. She found out the hard way. Uh, she was a victim of home title fraud, and this can happen because our home titles are kept in online databases these days that can be hacked. And uh, ski, uh, scammers, thieves, uh, they can go on there and make it look like you've sold your home to them via a quick claim deed. And a lot of times it is to liquidate your home's equity and uh, cash out on it themselves. In extreme cases, it can even be to try to sell your home, as it was in this particular story. Uh, that's where our friends over at Home Title Lock come into play. Uh, they put a virtual barrier around your home's title so that the moment they detect anything nefarious happening whatsoever, uh, they will mobilize to shut it down. They can do for you what your mortgage insurance, your homeowner's insurance, and your mortgage lender cannot do. All right, so go over to HomeTitleLock.com right now. Register your address for free. Uh, just to make sure you're not already a victim and, and we're unaware of it. And then while you're there, you can get 30 free days of protection with the code radio. 30 free days of protection with the code radio when you head over to hometitlelock.com.
Com. All right, let's get to Pop Culture Tuesday when we take a look at the intersection between pop culture and conservatism. And I want to reset a movie we talked about on this show a couple of years ago because I, I think it is a perfect allegory for what has taken place here in the country. And you guys might remember that I mentioned uh, a little, uh, you know, it's not the greatest horror movie I've ever seen, but a little independent, very clever, though, horror movie called The Cleansing Hour. Do you remember this film when we talked about it a couple of years ago? I remember the title rings a bell. Yes. So The Cleansing Hour is about a a young man uh, who wants, who grew up greatly desiring to join the priesthood. Oh, yes. Particularly to become an exorcist. Oh, yes. And he wanted to fight on the front lines of the spiritual war. Okay. Like the ladies a little too much. And the church was like, eh. Probably vow of, of, of chastity thing probably ain't for you. And he gets passed over as a priest. Gets rejected. And he decides um, he to create a quote-unquote reality show on YouTube which is him doing exorcisms or purported exorcisms of demonically possessed individuals. You know, like these fake ghost hunter shows, except this one goes next level with demonic possessions. And his buddy is, is, is a makeup and, you know, special effects guy and does all the makeup and special effects and rigs it up for his thing. And they, and you know, they got an earpiece in and then they just kind of Benny him this thing from there. The whole thing's just contrived and, you know, uh, the earpiece goes in just like it is with Benny Hinn. Hey, call on that person there. That's our ringer in the audience. They're doing all that exact same stuff, you know, with, uh, with the cleansing hour. That's the name of the show on YouTube. It's called the cleansing hour. It's people are being cleansed of, of being demonically possessed. And the show is just becoming now a sensation. It's beginning to really hit a critical mass and develop a following. And one day he goes in to do what is supposed to be, I think like a milestone episode. And, Turns out, the real thing's been watching this entire time. And hell is like, who is this poser? No, 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 no. You will not step to us in this fashion. The real thing arrives. And the an actress gets sick and has to call in, and his buddy's girlfriend gets asked to, uh, who comes to all their tapings. She decides, hey, I'd love to be one of the women once, you know, that you uh, cleanse, and I've been practicing, and so they're desperate. They got to film this episode. They put her in on the set. Yeah, she's possessed by the real thing. Cat Pazuzu, boy howdy, showed up here for real. And now they're like in over their skis, man. The reach has exceeded its grasp. The coverage has been out kicked. They are out of their league. And what transpires next is they try to figure out what to do on the fly. Okay. And, and of course, now the, the views on this thing are soaring because this is the most realistic episode they've had yet. <laughs> because it's the most realistic episode they've had yet. It's just, it, it's, it's a little rough at times and it's certainly not for kids. But in terms of clever plot devices and ways to tell a familiar horror story, it's one of the most genuine or uh, um, uh, original I have seen. So, if this was big budget, you mean? Oh, if it was big budget, this this, with the same script. Yeah, I mean, this could have been like a hereditary scream with a big budget and you know real editing and those sorts of things. It it could have been something 
much Everybody much bigger. Everybody knows about it. Yeah. yeah. Instead, it's kind of a little cult classic in the in the genre community. You seem to be describing something that could have been the Sixth Sense or something. Yeah, like it that. could have been. It could have been. It's also a perfect allegory for what is happening right now. Great. A perfect allegory. <laughs> what happened is. You guys aren't going to like this, but someone has to say it. Okay? Someone has to say it. Donald Trump led the locker up chants. The drain the swamp chants. We're going to build a wall. And some of this, of course, was campaign rhetoric. Some of it, of course, was for rhetorical flourish to, to show that he understood what time it is as a candidate. He, was, he stood with you. He understood where you were coming from. He would represent your interests. And he was very aggressive. Just like in the cleansing hour, this guy pretending to be the priest, he's very aggressive. I mean, we're talking, you know, Max Van, Von Sydow, the power of Christ compels you kind of stuff. Very aggressive. But it's all verbal. And when the real thing shows up, he doesn't know how to truly cast it out. And so this guy was doing this YouTube social media show this entire time. And in hell, they were preparing for warfare the entire time. So we're doing rallies and events, speeches, campaign rhetoric, rhetorical flourishes, chants. They're taking it seriously. They're, they're mobilizing for warfare and lawfare. And now, all of a sudden, they're raiding your home. It's real. They're here. This isn't just, it's just, it's not just a political talking point. It's more than a coup. This is an actual insurrection. <laughs> That's exactly what has happened here. It's not that the guy playing the priest on TV doesn't really believe this stuff. He wanted to be a priest. He absolutely really believes it. It's what he's wanted to do his entire life was to, was to confront the forces of darkness. But see, he, he was playing a game at this level. And eventually the forces of darkness showed up tired of being trolled tired of being mocked and they took the game to the next level and he doesn't know how to get from that level to the next and I believe that's what's happened here even if at first Trump may have said some of these things because it gained him an audience with you early in the primary at some point when you look at everything he's lost from a public standing we on, on one hand, we cannot acknowledge him as a narcissist and then pretend having all of these previous associations that made him a celebrity and a worldwide phenomenon shun him doesn't hurt. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. if he's a narcissist, of course it hurts. Of course it does, right? Yeah. It would hurt anybody who isn't, let alone someone who is one, right? right? He has actually lost a lot. And by now, if this was all an act, all of it, there's no way he stands... 
and takes it for by now he would have done his made his peace with those elements and they would have found their newfound respect you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. he just you you wouldn't it's just not human nature to this long take it for this long for something you don't really believe in at least a little bit right mm-hmm. so i think he's clearly proven he believes in some of this stuff a little bit at least a little bit I mean, he's at odds with members of his own family and everything now, okay? He has demonstrated some level of conviction here to these themes. But I think that he thought he was going to get to address them and confront them on the terms he was comfortable with or understood. And maybe didn't fully understand the forces he was wrestling with, he was confronting. And they have treated him now to a new level of understanding. Because see, if he did, he wouldn't be talking to Gramnesty. He wouldn't be talking to O'Rongley, doing tours with O'Rongley around the country. Has Bill O'Reilly been right about anything this century? Answer no, okay? Wouldn't be getting advice from Hackety. Those guys are your 1997 soldiers. Know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're yesterday's army. You do that. You 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 hang with those people. You you take on all the blowback he has because you have some level of conviction in this. But then you take on those people as advisors and conciliary because at the same time you don't truly understand what this really is, right? Mm-hmm. Because if 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 the young man in the movie here understood what this really was, he'd have an actual priest at his side, not a makeup and special effects guy. You know what I mean? Yes. Doesn't understand truly what he's wrestling with, what he's truly, the, the teapot the, 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 that he's truly stepping into. And I think that's a perfect metaphor for, where, for what has happened here. And this is the lesson we need to learn. You cannot show weakness to these elements. He verbally confronted them aggressively, but then didn't really hurt them substantively. And then we turned around and wore their masks and took their jabs for a job and locked down our churches. You showed this kind of weakness to an enemy like this. How else do you expect them to respond? They will just assume that they can just do whatever they want to you now. Hate the game, not the player, man. Exactly. And I... I, and I think you need to, we need to realize, folks, you do not confront a bully unless you are willing to punch him in the mouth. Preach. And you do not confront a tyrant unless you are willing to kill it. When Oliver Cromwell wanted to put down the monarchy in England, he took away the king's title and called him by his Christian name at birth. And that was the name that he was executed with. When they pronounced his execution in front of the masses, they called him by his birth name, his Christian name, so that the people would know he's just a man, nothing special. He's not a king, not anymore. Don't step to a king unless you're willing to go all the way. Don't step to a bully unless you're willing to go all the way. In the cleansing hour, this guy who wants to be a priest really believes in this stuff to some degree. He learns that lesson the hard way. Oh, I've, I'm going to have to go all the way. This won't be just a performance and even a memorable one. I'm going to have to go all the way. The stakes are real. 
And probably last night, maybe, hopefully, for the first time, truly. Donald Trump understood, maybe, there's no art of the dealing out of this. As Andrew Breitbart said, war. That's it. No art of the dealing out. War. That's all there is. There's just that. I'll let you guys have the final word after I talk about our friends over at Rough Greens. You know, you love your puppy. That's why taking care of it means more to you than just feeding it and giving it water, especially when the food you're feeding it comes out of the factory, has been stripped of a lot of the vitamins, minerals, and nutrients that your puppy needs. It's, they do the same thing to all the, a lot of the people food we eat these days. That's why we're taking so many supplements now. And now there's one for your pet. It's called Rough Greens. You mix it in with your pet's food and restore those things that's missing in its diet. But you might be wondering, how do I know my pet will like it? Or, hey, this is the let's go Brandon economy. The last thing I need to do is take on another expenditure. How do I know it will even help my pet? You don't. That's why we want to give you the first 14-day Jumpstart bag for free on us. We ask you to put in a few bucks for the shipping so that you have some investment here that you want to actually use the product because we think it'll be good for your pet, so we want you invested. But we'll pick up the tab, the biggest tab. We'll pick up the tab of the 14-day Jumpstart bag for free when you take advantage of this introductory offer at roughgreens.com, R-U-F-F, for roughgreens.com, or you can just give them a call if that's easier for you. At 833-RUFF-R-U-F-F-833-RUFF-DOG. Final thoughts. Gird your loins like a man. Dark days are coming. That's a guarantee. If you take, if you take nothing else, it's, it's like we talk about the natural law. I've, I've talked about the, the rubber band eventually snapping back. We're now in the end game, though. The natural law also means that if things, if you violate it long enough, certain things will happen. Certain things will happen. And right now, those certain things are if you let tyranny grow unchecked, if you let things go unpunished for decades, and especially in the last half decade, you let things go. If you let go of the rope, you don't really have a choice where it heads after that. It's a wage, something you earn. Dark days are coming. Gird your loins, prepare yourself, get ready for it. Maybe hire an accountant too, uh, to do your taxes next year. Dead serious, I am. Uh, it, it's time to get deadly serious about this because we are living in deadly serious times. Stupid as a lot of stuff is, the other side's deadly serious about uh, uh, their stupidity. Their stupidity. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try to do Aaron Proud here. It is time, folks, to say Voldemort's name. All right? Say it out loud. It's real, whether you like it or not. The end of that fourth movie, I said it's brilliant filmmaking. It's a pivotal point in the movie. Harry's Voldemort is back in the flesh. And Harry's scared. And he goes and hides. But he finally decides he's being taunted there, which is what's happened. We're just being taunted at the level of the president of the United States, taunted. And he finally just says, fine, have it your way. And he comes out and they both just go to war and zap each other. But that acknowledgement of reality causes the version of the angels and the saints to come to their aid. And then in the fifth movie, they form the Fe- Order of the Phoenix and they start saying his name and they get it done eventually. But you got to say his name. All right. Satan is real. He's here and he's going to take everything. What are you prepared to do? 
We'll stick around and do overtime for Blaze TV subscribers. We have a clip for you. You've got to see to believe. We'll get into that here at blazetv.com slash dace. Later today, you'll be able to upload that or download it after we upload it for you later. For the rest of you, we will see you tomorrow, noon to 2 Eastern, right after Glenn Beck here on Blaze TV. Until then, John 317. This is Steve Dace. On the Blaze Radio Network.